Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarelli. This is the update for January 11th, 2021. All right, so our first piece of news today is Steph Curry scores a career-high 62 points on 18 of 31 shooting, 8 of 16 from 3, and he finished the game with 5 rebounds and 4 assists as well. This was last Sunday against the Portland Trailblazers. Happened right after or soon after we recorded our last Sunday's podcast, which is funny because the weekend before was the game where the Mavericks had a 50-point lead against the Clippers at half, which is a NBA record. So it's kind of fun. I wonder what's going to happen this Sunday after we record. Something crazy as well is going to happen. But moving on to what this actually means is, well, I think the this Warriors team, this is what this Warriors team is going to be this year. I think it's going to be Steph Curry sort of carrying this basketball club. They're 5-4 and four right now. And, you know, he's he's their most prolific scorer. He's their most consistent scorer. He's their most efficient scorer. You know, they ha- they've added Kelly Oubre Jr. this year, who's done terrible. All his metrics have gone down. His efficiency is down. He's just not looked like the same player this year. Hopefully he can bounce back because he's a solid player and someone they really need to boost this team scoring. And then Andrew Wiggins, who's kind of been that second, that second star for this team. And, you know, he's kind of been that second punch for them but I think for this Warriors team to really make this playoff push they're gonna need Steph Curry to come out every night he can't miss games I don't think he can even score like below 28 points for this team to win like in all honesty because you know Draymond Green is coming out you know he's not exactly the player he used to be he's adjusted his game a little bit but You know, he's still a fantastic facilitator and works really well around the shooters on this team but you know Draymond Green isn't the guy who's going to win you games. Steph Curry is. So we'll see if this Warriors team can maintain this playoff position. It's going to be exciting how they play. You know, they play my Raptors tonight. So hopefully Steph Curry doesn't torch us. All right, moving on, we have Markel Fultz, who went down with a torn ACL. This is really just sad news for Markel Fultz and his development as an NBA player. You know, we've talked about him earlier in the podcast, you know, about his struggles and how he's developed. He's now on this Magic team. He had a solid season last season. It looked like he was having a solid season this season. Uh, the Orlando Magic were 6-2 and two with him. They've lost two straight since he's been gone. Cole Anthony, who they've drafted in the 2020 draft. It'll be his turn to kind of show what he can do. He was the 15th pick from the University of North Carolina. So we'll see if he can fill in for him. And, you know, obviously he can't replace Markel Fultz. He he was having a good season. And, you know, he was a lot better of a facilitator and more of an NBA-ready player. But things like this happen. And it's always nice to see how rookies can perform, you know, given the opportunity. All right, next up, we have another career high this week. Bradley Beal scored a career-high 60 points in the loss to Joel Embiid's Philadelphia 76ers, who also managed to score 38 points. You know, the stars really came out in that game. Bradley Beal scored 57 of his points in the first three quarters, only managed to score three in the last quarter of the game, and the 76ers took over late and were able to contain him a bit. His final stat line was 60 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. You know, we've talked about this Wizards team a little bit before. They have done really poorly. They're the worst team in the league as of today's recording. They're 2-8, and eight, and they have so much star power that it's a bit embarrassing, to be frank, about how this team's done. You know, I've read online, I haven't actually 
unfortunately been able to catch many Wizards games. But from what I've read online through uh, articles and, and sort of NBA forums and subreddits is the main issue here is Scott Brooks. He's just putting up really funky lineups end game, putting in like three point guards or whatever, not having bigs and stuff. If we look at this team one through five, I mean, they have Russell Westbrook at point guard, Bradley Beal at shooting guard, you know, Rui Hachimura, Davis Bertans at, at small forward, power forward, however you want to put it. And then Thomas Bryant at the five, who is now out actually with a torn ACL, which which he suffered against the Miami Heat. So where does this team go from here? I mean, we, you know, come on, guys, don't make me look stupid. I had you in my playoff predictions. Turn it around. But we'll see. Hopefully they can turn it around. Hopefully Scott Brooks can, you know, shake up his mind a bit. You know, hopefully they'll do something because I was really excited for this Washington Wizards team going into this season. I thought they were going to be a solid team and they've came out and been the worst team in the league. So come on, guys. All right, next up, we're just going to talk slightly about who I think are the two big names in contention for most improved player. And those two players are Julius Randle and Jeremy Grant. And, you know, firstly, Julius Randle, I mean, he's been fantastic this year. I don't think anyone expect the New York Knicks to come out and be 5-4, and four, you know, 10 games into the season. He's led this New York Knicks team on both sides of the court. You know, he's he's been a threat, like almost a consistent triple-double. I mean, look at his stats line. So I'll try to break it down concisely here for our viewers. Julius Randle is scoring... 22.6 points per game up from 19.5 last season 12 rebounds up from 9.7 last season 7.3 assists up from 3.1 and his efficiency is 49% from the field compared to 46 36% from three compared to 27 75% free throw compared to 73 so you know, really the two key stats I want to point out here are his three-point shooting and his assists. 7.3 to 3.1 assists is huge. That is a massive shift. He's over doubling the amount of assists, assists he's making. So he's he's become sort of this facilitator for this team. And also, 36% compared to 27, league average is about 36%. And 27 is like bad. So, and not only that, but he's he's increased the volume. I don't actually have the numbers for volume. I think he's like maybe like 2.13s compared to like 1.4 or something. I don't know. I, I'm kind of making that up. But like he's increased how many threes he's taking and he's making them at a higher margin. So Julius Randle and then Jeremy Grant, who moved from the Denver Nuggets to the Detroit Pistons. And you know, he kind of has an easier case for the most improved player award strictly because his stats are a lot more dramatic than Julius Randle's. However, Jeremy Grant is on a worse team right now. This Pistons team is two and seven and the Knicks are five and four. Now it's very early in the season. The Pistons could end up 41 and 41 and the Knicks could end up 20 and 52, right? Like who knows? But as of the recording of this show, I like to give Julius Randle the benefit of the doubt just because he's doing more for his team. But I think, you know, these editors and, you know, show writers and whatnot would probably give it to Grant. He's J Jeremy Grant's on a worse team, but he's played fantastic. He's he's transitioned his his kind of image of this three and D player to a legitimate like 
borderline all-star player by numbers. You know, he's gone from 12 points per game last year to averaging like 24.8. His three-point shooting's a little bit down, but his th- his free throw percentage is up a bit. So we'll we'll kind of see how the season plays out and, you know, how the voters decide. I don't think it'll go to Randall just even if they end up with the, you know, and Randall ends up like, unless they end up like a top five seed, I don't see the award going to Randall. But, you know, Julius Randall has been a fantastic player this season. So, and Jeremy Grant. So those are the two guys in contention for most improved player right now. All right, next up we have LaMelo Ball kind of making a bit of history here. He is now the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple-double. He recorded this at 19 years and 140 days old, and he's taken the record from Markel Fultz, actually, who notched his at 19 years and 317 days old. And funnily enough, even before that, Markel Fultz took it from Lonzo Ball, who's LaMelo Ball's older brother. So that's kind of funny. I thought people would like that. LaMelo Ball has been a fantastic player this year for the Charlotte Hornets. He's averaged 12.8 points, 6.3 rebounds and 5.9 assists on 43 35 and 72 shooting splits (laughs) you know it's kind of funny i i talked about i don't know i don't i kind of forget what i talked what i said about Lamelo ball but i really think and you know someone correct me if i'm wrong at me on twitter you know he's probably one of if not the most experienced basketball player coming into this league and, you know, he was a huge question mark just because of his very strange skill set, you know, compared to his body type. Like he was kind of a he has a funky three point shot, but he's this amazing passer, amazing facilitator. Like I have no doubt in my mind at some point in his career, he will average over 10 assists like he's 19 years old. He's 10 games in the season. He's already averaging six assists like he's a fantastic facilitator, passer point forward point guard and you know i think he's really come into this league a lot stronger than people expected even though he has so much experience he spent a year or two in lithuania in their pro men's league he spent a year in the nbl in australia's pro league i think mentally and physically he was the most ready i think he fits really well into this charlotte hornets team he's you know it's a guard heavy team all their best players are kind of guards or point guards you know you have Lamelo ball on top of terry rogier Devonte graham gordon hayward and you know with no expectations for this team this year they've done surprisingly well for themselves they're kind of middle of the pack yeah they're exactly middle of the pack in the east right now they're five and five you know i expect them to drop out of this playoff picture i think the miami heat have kind of underperformed a little bit the Brooklyn Nets have underperformed a little bit. The Raptors have underperformed a little bit. So I expect those teams to kind of push them out. But you know what? They're a really exciting basketball club to watch right now. And LaMelo Ball is an exciting player to watch as well. All right. And then lastly, the Boston Celtics versus Miami Heat game that was supposed to happen today has actually been postponed due to COVID quarantine protocols. Neither team had the minimum eight players to actually go through with the game and you know this isn't really massive news but there is connotations for this going forward in this season right guys like we expect this to happen more probably more frequently and you know it's kind of a hyper accelerated season the regular season is supposed to end early to mid-may 
and that's only five months away and we still have like 60 games left to play for each team so it's going to be busy it's going to be really busy I don't have much to add to this I mean maybe the season will have to be they'll might have to cut the regular season short and do like a playoff bubble like last year hopefully that doesn't happen hopefully all this COVID stuff gets kind of sorted and you know we can just get back to basketball how it's supposed to be with all these spectators but you know that's all the news for this week guys you can find me on twitter at adam nazarelli you can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca look forward to our next episode on monday january 18th thanks for listening